Okay. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Episode 14, Between Us. Beautiful thing. Yeah, hopefully you liked episode 13 with Carrie. Oh, gosh. It was a good time. <laughs> I mean, it did well. <laughs> yeah. It seemed like people liked it, but... Yeah, I think... Um, I like the format of having a guest. Mm -hmm. So I think that's one I... Something I want to keep doing. Yeah, so it's fun. In the future, you'll see more people maybe sitting here with us. And I think it'd be fun... To just have like couples and make it a party. Yep. So, okay, for this episode, you can expect to hear about parenting, okay, anxiety, Christmas gifts, relationships, relationships, relationship issues, okay, and SEX. Uh oh, you know how that went <laughs> you know last how time. We are with that. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh we've got it all previous week was thanksgiving yeah we went to arizona sad to be back in utah i like utah but it's winter and it makes me sad what are you talking about what you do you don't mean? like utah i love utah i just don't like the winter oh Lindsay. But isn't it so nice, the snow? No, I hate it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, Arizona was awesome. It was good fun. And we talked a little bit, uh, I think two episodes ago, how I was nervous because it was my first Thanksgiving going dairy-free. But Lindsay's mom... Pulled through. She made it happen, and it was delicious. Uh and oddly enough, my favorite part was uh, the apple pie. They have dairy-free apple pie at Costco. At Costco and dairy-free ice cream. Mm -hmm. That was really, really good. So, yeah, it turned out awesome. I had a great time there. So, uh, we also started watching Squid Games. Yes. If you haven't watched it, you need to. Yeah. So, Squid Games was a Netflix show. Uh and it did really well. I mean, if you haven't seen it, you live under a rock, it seemed like. But uh, they didn't. It's not a sequel to that. It's a game show. Yeah, like reality. Based TV off show. of the series. Right. And um, which I think is interesting. Mr. Beast did. He's a YouTuber, the, one of the largest. And right after the show came out, he created his own Squid Games. But. It seems like Netflix went and produced their own. And I think he was wondering why they didn't just reach out to him. Well, Netflix did produce the original yeah. Squid Game. So I'm sure they were like, what's this guy doing? They didn't want to share the cheddar. No. So they're like, well, we can just do our own because they already made the original. <laughs> yeah. It, and it's it's cool. Like Lindsay said, you should definitely watch it. Mm -hmm. Like if you're into game shows and... It's almost like Survivor mixed like with... Like way more intense. And it's $4.6 million. $4. million. That's and that's surprised the most, me. I think that's the most amount any TV show has ever given. Really? So it's really hard. And so I've, I've heard some people say that they were going to like maybe sue because of like emotional, <laughs> I don't know, damage. What? But it's like it's $4 million. They're going to make it very hard. 
but it's good. You have to go watch it. Yeah, I was shocked by that because, like you said, most shows like a million is mm-hmm. the max, max that you can ever make or win. Um, but yeah, four million. That is crazy. And isn't it like four and a half million? Yeah. Wow. So. So, yeah. And they've released, I think, five episodes. Yeah. So far. But by the, the time this comes out, the next four. Yep. Come out. So. We should be watching it. Yeah, we should. Should we just end the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> Start watching Squid Games. <laughs> um, okay, cool. I uh, Should we talk about Spotify Wrapped? Yes. It came out today. For this podcast so if you don't know what this is at the end of the year uh spotify and i believe apple music does it as well they kind of give you a summary of what it looked like throughout the year of your top top artists top songs um so i thought it'd be fun to go through ours yeah okay why don't you st- kick it off and just go to the last screen because it okay. has them all there okay. for you. Show stop with my top my top artists. Yeah. So my last three actually go together. I mean my top three. Which are what? Which number one is Lynn Manuel Miranda. Number two is Leslie Odom Jr., which if you don't know those two, they're both in Lin- Hamilton. <laughs> they're in Hamilton. Lynn Manuel wrote Hamilton. And then number three is the original Broadway cast of Hamilton. Oh, my god! So I listened to a lot of Hamilton this year. <laughs> and that was my top three. And then top, and then Natalie Jane, which I actually don't even remember. Who's that? You know what? I probably know two of her songs, but I must have listened to those two songs a lot this year at the beginning. And then Noah Cyrus, which I listen to a lot hmm. of Noah Cyrus every year. I feel like I like her. That's interesting. So my top artist, number one is Metro Boomin. I've never heard. He did the uh, Spider, in oh. Through the Spider-Verse, is Into that right? Into the Spider-Verse? I don't know. Whatever the newest one, Into the Spider-Verse. He did the soundtrack. Across the spider Across the Spider-Verse, there we go. He did the soundtrack for that. And it's good. It is so good. Uh, my number two is Post Malone. Which That's I think good. he's been in my top five. Yeah, you do have a a poster up in your office of Post yep, Malone. I do like Posty. <laughs> the next one is I don't even know how to say his name right, but Bone Iver or Bon oh, Iver. Yes, he's good. Uh, yeah, I listen to him a lot. He's definitely one of my favorites. Number four is Revolution. You went to their concert. I went to their concert this year. I was so supposed sure to go, but why. I got sick. And then my number five is Lynn Manuel. Oh yeah, probably from listening to Hamilton as well. So um, that's a good one. That's yeah, a good I, list. I feel like that's a great list. My top genre was rap. What was yours top? Broadway. Oh my gosh! Because <laughs> I also listened to some Les Mis, Moulin Rouge, <laughs> Phantom of the Opera, and my cousin actually introduced me to this this uh, this Broadway play called Hades Town, and I listened to that mm. a lot too. So interesting. So that's it. That's our taste in music. <laughs> very different. <laughs> yeah, it's very different. <laughs> Rap to Broadway. <laughs> um, today's episode is sponsored by Why We Dream. Uh, it's been so cool. Yeah, it's been awesome. To work with these clients that we have. Like we're doing social media, email marketing, SMS marketing, running ads. I mean... 
you name it, producing podcasts. Like it's it's been really awesome to just see it all come together because we we've talked about it before on this podcast, but. You know, I was working in the corporate world as a chief marketing officer of a company and the decision to leave was really hard for me because of the unknown, Mm -hmm. right? Because at the time we didn't have any clients or anything, right? It was just a dream that we had of, hey, we could probably make this work, work from home, produce our own podcast. Like this was all just a theory at one point. It was a really scary thing to think about. So Yeah, just thank you. If you're listening, you're one of our clients. Thank you so much. Um, If you're not one of our clients, consider working with us. Yeah. If you, yeah, go ahead. I, uh, I don't do anything. I just come on this podcast, (laughs) but they have a really awesome team. And even if you ask my parents, they think they're all really great. so. (laughs) So yeah, if you own a business or you want to build your own personal brand right now is the best time to do it. And uh, simply DM us on Instagram is probably the easiest way to get in contact with us. So, um, just want to say thanks to our clients. So, okay, should we jump into know it all? Yep. Let's do mm-hmm. it. So I thought it would be fun to go through our Christmas list. Okay. And you know, when you were a kid and your mom would come in and she'd have like a catalog from Toys R Us, Toys or R Us, Walmart or Target or whatever, you know? And she would say, okay, circle the ones that you want. You circle all of them. And then I would circle all of them. And then my mom would usually have to be like, well, put a star next to the ones you really want to narrow it down. So I thought it'd be fun to go through our Christmas list of what we're kind of hoping for this year. Um, But before we do that, I just want to recommend or encourage all of you guys to shop small business this year. Um, this time of year can honestly make or break a small business. Like for us with our small business, this was like huge. Mm -hmm. Like we had to have a really good Christmas in order to carry us until mother's day. So yeah, I would just, if you're putting together your, your Christmas list, put in some small business items in there as well. So, Kay, why don't you kick us off? Okay. Let me pull up my list. Hopefully it's not too long. (sighs) Not too long. I keep seeing videos on TikTok of the Dyson stick vacuum. and has The like, wireless? I don't know if it's wireless, but it has like a little light and you can see all like the stuff you missed, you know? <laughs> and that's what it I want. It has a little light. It has a light on the front. So like when you're vacuuming, you can see all like the dust and the hair. So you make sure you get it all. Wow. And I want that for Christmas. Okay. Um, and I also want some... <laughs> uggs so the the like you have uggs. i know they're slippers i love them i wear them all the time but i want the like short ankle boots okay and then i have a lot of <laughs> shoes on my list actually well just three so i have keep going i want some more ons because my black ones are i've had them for a long time and i love them and they're like torn to shreds okay. and the like bottom doesn't have grip anymore because i wear them so much <laughs> wow okay yeah we could probably manage some ons <laughs> Some socks. I got some Crocs at Disneyland, and I want some, like, ankle-high socks with cute little designs on them. Okay. Um, what else? Some gift cards just for clothes. Yep. Uh, I want those Croc slipper 
sandal things. They're like look like sandals, but they've got like Sherpa material on the inside. You want more Crocs? Yeah, they're sandals. They don't look the same. They're like strap sandals, but they have like. So you want Uggs and Crocs? Yeah, you can always have a variety of <laughs> shoes to wear. Kay. And Harry just gave me this idea because we've been going to Starbucks a lot ever since we did the taste testing for Jane's basement and I went today and it was $10 for mine and yours oh god and then I thought well I can't do this every day because $10 which nor those are smaller sizes normally we get big sizes $10 a day for 30 days is $300 a month yeah I'm glad you did that math and came to this realization so Harry gave me the idea to just get a coffee machine and make you my own at home. You will never use it. You think you would use that? Yeah. And you can make chai in it. I won't ever use it. I'll make it for you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what kind of coffee maker? You know, I don't know because I've never looked into it. But I'm sure I could get some good suggestions. Okay. Is that your whole list? Yes, that's it. <laughs> I was laughing because like... Our lists are so boring. <laughs> my friend just texted me, by the way, because she saw my story for, of my Hamilton, and she said tickets went on sale today. Today? Today. I thought you had a hookup for us. What um, happened to that? I don't know. I need to ask her. Okay. <laughs> yeah, my Christmas list is so boring. <laughs> what is it? I feel like you just hit an age where you just want, like, uh... What's it called? Practic practical yes. gifts? Yeah. Like I, I want to get something that's just fun. Okay, what so, is it? But I couldn't think of something today. But but I just, yeah, I really need a, a wardrobe update. Mainly pants would yeah. be great. Yes. Um, and I want some long sleeve shirts. I have like one. Yeah. So I always have to wear... A short sleeve shirt and then a hoodie. Why not just wear a hoodie? That's what I do. I don't want to wear a hoodie. I want a long. I just want to wear a long sleeve. Okay. Are you taking notes? Yep. Actually, I do. I I do have a list going for you. I'm gonna add that. And then uh, socks as well. Oh wow, socks. Which is so crazy. What do you mean? I should show everyone your bin of socks. Here's your you. Must be, you always pull my socks out of the washer, take one, and freaking throw it in oh, the garbage. Oh, really? Yeah. No. Because I never have two. I'm going, I'm going to go grab your socks no, right this second. not right now. He literally has like a square bin of socks piled to the top. Half them are freaking socks I don't want to wear. They're like socks that are this long. Okay. Well, I got you. I get you socks every year, and I get you like twenty pairs every year. That's what I'm saying. What do you do with them? And you them? don't get rid of them, so they're what all do you in do your with bin. Them? They're at probably at the bottom because you don't make it no. to the bottom of your bin. And isn't that's probably the issue? Is you put my socks in this like plastic bin that sits on the ground in the closet? That's because they won't fit anywhere else. They would if you freed up some space. No, there's no space to free up. <laughs> okay. So that's one because I literally run out of socks every week. 
<laughs> every then, week i do yes. laundry almost every day <laughs> okay next one is cologne <laughs> yes i have that on my list for i haven't you. really like worn cologne since probably high school i got you some and you used to wear it yeah you must not liked it very much no sorry that's okay <laughs> So I told Lindsay, I want some, like, high-end. Yep, I got... I don't want no crappy $20 cologne. I got you expensive cologne. It wasn't that expensive. It was. It was like $100. No, it wasn't. I bought it. The gold cologne? The one that's in your bathroom right now, in our bathroom. It's not there. That black one. What black one? It's been sitting there for ages. What? Oh, Okay. What cologne it's literally is this? just been sitting right next to your wood holder of all and your stuff. And there's a black cologne. Yes. How did I not know this? You used to wear it. No, and then you just stopped. I've only used the gold one. Okay. I'll show it to you later. It's literally <laughs> on top of the counter right next to your deodorant. Okay. I also love uh, records. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. I need to write that down. But that's not my Christmas. Oh. Well, all I want for Christmas is to have my record player out here. Because Lindsay tucked it away and now I don't use it. In your office. Yeah. yeah you spend time in your but office. But when it was in the living room, we used it all the time. Almost every day I played a record. Well, now I need to... Okay, I think I have an idea. What if I move these shelves there and then I put your record player right there? That'd be awesome. Okay. Okay. Thank That's you. easy. And then my last one is uh, shooting for the stars because it's very expensive. So if we hit the jackpot or something. Hey, what is it? Uh, the Sonos surround sound speakers. Okay. Because it'd be nice to have a sound bar and then they have those stands that the speakers sit on. I don't want stands behind Where the Where else couch? are we going to put it? You don't need How do you surround. do surround sound in a place You don't like need this. surround sound. Ta- Wait till we finish our basement and then you can get that. Oh, no. I'm not having speakers on stands behind my couch. Why? That's like bachelor pad style. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Taylor. Megan, what do you guys think? Yes. Oh, my gosh. You're agreeing with her? That would look horrible, Jaden. Have you seen them, though? I I already know. I don't want anything. I don't want any speakers. I don't well, care how they look. Ruin my Christmas, then. Next year, after our basement's finished. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, they go right on the sides of the couch. No, I don't like it. Okay, well, we'll... TBD. That would be awesome. You know how much time we spend watching this thing and we use the TV speakers? Yes. We should invest in our hobbies. Yeah, in the basement when it's finished. Then we can go watch TV down there. Oh, gosh. Okay. That's my list. Do you have any other ones? Nope. I do have one, actually. You didn't even say the one you actually want. What is it? Apple Watch. Oh my gosh. I broke my Apple Watch. And I guess because I already expect it to be one of my Christmas presents, <laughs> oh my I didn't gosh. put it on my list. Alrighty. But I also would like, this is more for my dogs, but I want a grooming set 
like a whole blow dryer i want like a bar to put leashes on i want like all the different so does that mean you're gonna start no i'm not gonna start a business i'm just gonna cut my own dog's hair i already have to cut silos because he's high anxiety gets kicked out of all the groomers he's gotten kicked out of at least four because he gets nervous and he tries to bite and they still charge us no, I just feel bad because of the hassle, so I just pay him anyway. Usually they offer so that I don't have to pay him. And then you pay? Yes. But Millie Lindsay. is like a perfect angel at the groomer. They love her, but there is an illness going around with dogs, and now I'm nervous, so I'm just going to do them both by myself. So I want a whole grooming kit. Yeah, you want an expensive one. No. Yes? I'm For $120 for all of the stuff I need, that's nothing. It's a lot. We didn't even acknowledge the fact that me and Jaden are matching today, not on purpose. That was a tangent. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's move on. <laughs> Goodness. So, between us submissions. Okay. So, it's been a minute since we've done the submission. So, we actually had some really good ones come in. So, first one's a easy submission. And they ask, what's your greatest holiday memory? Um, I feel like I had a lot of good traditions. One Same. of my, I feel like one that I always comes to mind is every year my family would um, deliver like groceries or like just presents or someone to like on someone's door and we would just doorbell the gym. Um, and that's a good memory, I feel like. Funny enough, that's what mine oh, is. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I guess we better start our own. Yeah, because I remember there was someone in our neighborhood. We heard that the husband lost his job. And so we got gifts together and wrapped them. And then I remember me and my brothers, we ran up to the door, put them all on the doorstep, rang the doorbell and ran and hid in the bushes. And they came outside and they're like, what is this? Oh, my gosh. And they'd bring all the presents inside, and then the their son walked out, and I just remember him yelling, "Thank you, Santa!" Oh, that's cute. And like that has stuck with me. Yeah, I feel like and that, I was really that kind young. of stuff sticks with you. I feel like yeah. Like, so I mean, I feel like I don't remember presents I got or things like that, but you remember those types of things. Yeah. And like my family always made Christmas Eve really special. I felt like yeah. Um, like we would always read a book on Christmas Eve and then my mom had something called the Jesus stocking and what you would do is you would write your gift to Jesus and put it in the stocking and it's something you would like commit yourself to until the following Christmas and then you'd be able to see if you yeah. stuck to it and I like that I yeah, thought it was cool and so um, my mom's changed it now and called it the Royce stocking mm -hmm. and now we give gifts to Royce yeah it's cute which is really cute so let's move on <laughs> get all emotional okay um balancing this is the next submission balancing work and parenting is overwhelming sometimes how do you manage your professional and personal life especially as parents um, I definitely think it's a lot of give and take for sure um, with your spouse because I mean we both were working at one point but um, I was staying home more mm -hmm. um, and then but now I just get to hang out with Fletch all day which I love actually 
Um, and then usually, but also I feel like we kind of share responsibilities. Like for instance, we, like I put Fletcher down in the evenings and Jaden will get him up in the morning. So we don't feel like one or the other is like doing more per se than the other. Um, but I also like am aware that Jaden works, you know, a lot and like mm. being a mom also is a lot of work as well. Um, and so we're both basically working. Um, so we both, I mean, we cook dinner together. We kind of mm-hmm. share those types of loads. So I feel like that's been helpful and not feeling like one's one person's doing more than the other, you know? Yeah, I, I think so too. I think finding ways to balance yeah. the work of parenting and work, yeah. um, has because been really like helpful. for Jaden, for in, like I can help him by taking care of Fletcher so we don't have to like pay for someone to take care of him, you know, and I can also at least get laundry and those types of things done, which I know if like two people work, they kind of have to split that up. Yeah. Maybe on the weekends or after work, but I just feel like that's a way for us at least to kind of like, I feel like you're working, you know, to, to make money and I'm kind of supporting you so you don't have to worry about other things at home yeah that makes sense yeah that does make sense and i think um this is something that was like a key point for me of why i wanted to start why we dream Mm -hmm. and it was because it was like eye-opening to me that i would go to work you know be there at nine get home around six, eat dinner at seven, and then Fletcher would go to bed. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, this is not the life that I want. Yeah. You know, because seeing Fletcher for an hour a day is just not going to cut it for me. And I think that comes from losing Royce. And like, I've realized that there's nothing more important than just time. Mm -hmm. Right. And um, it's been awesome. Yeah, we we work from here. We work at our house. So... I'm able to see Fletcher and I'm able to like just be home, mm-hmm. which has been very, very nice. Yeah. And, and I, I mean, that's not for everybody, but I yep. mean, you just make it work how you can. Yep. So, yeah, I think just finding ways to just find that balance. Mm-hmm. Right. So, okay. Um, next submission is I've struggled with anxiety for years and I recently started therapy. It's tough, but I'm learning a lot about myself. Have you ever had a mental health journey that changed your perspective on life? How did you navigate it? Yeah, so I feel like we both did, uh, especially after Royce passed away. Um, I feel like different, though. Like, I was more so dealing with uh, pretty bad depression. I was also diagnosed with anxiety and insomnia, which surprised me. (laughs) But I feel like you've dealt mostly with anxiety yeah for sure like i feel like i feel like my anxiety um got to a really unhealthy point last year Mm -hmm. um where i wasn't able to really manage it like i was just in fear of everything Mm -hmm. you know um and my anxiety has gone through some like different stages which has been weird so um, you know, I, I had like a little health scare two years ago Yeah, and we thought it was a heart attack and the doctors thought it was maybe 
myocarditis Carditis from the vaccine. Like it was, there was just a lot of unknowns, which was the scariest thing. And I was in so much pain for so long. Like I wasn't even able to function because of the amount of pain I was in during that time that, and because of that, it caused some like health anxiety. And like, I started really fearing that, uh, every little thing was my time. It was right. a sign of I'm going to die. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like I would get a sharp pain in my chest. I'm like, well, this is it, yeah. you know, or I'd get a headache and I'd be like, well, I have a brain tumor. I'm going right. to die. Right. And like, I just kind of started really fearing about my health and like, um, it was debilitating. I would honestly say. Is that the right word? Debilitating, yeah. It's <laughs> <Debilitating>. close. <laughs> Debilitating. Cut <that. laughs> yes, cut that. Debilitating. Debilitating. Yes, and I and I feel like that as well as um you just have fear of like losing others, which I feel like Yeah. is this natural, but especially after losing someone so close, especially a child. Um I feel like that's just you think that, you know, I think I've mentioned this before, but like after my brother passed away, I was like this, something like this will never happen to me again because I've already experienced something like that, but it did. And so then it was almost like, well, now anyone that I know and love could just die at any moment. And, and you know, I just, that was kind of like an eye opening, like, yeah, that was kind of like a, it was, it was kind of like a questioning God type of thing. You know what I'm saying? Where, which we already talked about, but, um, I just felt like it just heightens your fear of like losing somebody. Yeah. Yeah. I think you said it perfectly because that's exactly how I felt was like I had such a belief that God wouldn't do that as long as I was serving him and mm -hmm. worshiping him. And so after that, yeah, I was like, holy crap, like everything's on the table, right? Um, is that the saying? <laughs> Nothing's on the table. I don't know what you're trying to say. Cool. Um, <laughs> I've never heard that saying before. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, like it, it just made me realize like you could die yeah, and I could die yeah. and my mom could die. And it just was like, holy crap. Mm -hmm. Like it really, it scared me a lot. And I used to think like if anyone died right now, I don't think I'd be able to continue. Mm-hmm like with my own life because right. of just how much turmoil that put me in. Mm -hmm. um, and it was weird because I was really fearful of, you know, every little thing like, and I'm much better now, but I would say like a year ago or maybe even two years ago, like I would die a thousand times every day in my head. Yeah. Like, and you would die a thousand times every day in my head, which is like so mentally draining, mm -hmm. right? Like I'd be driving and I'd think, oh, this car is going to veer and I'm going to die. And my mind, it wasn't just the thought, which was the worst part. It was, I would live through it, mm -hmm. right? My mind would go to a place where it felt as real as if it actually did right. happen. And, um, and then my mind would even go further and it would like, go through my funeral and it would go through the aftermath of you trying to figure that out. And like, it was just so exhausting. Like it was a very unhealthy, um, mentally time in my life. And 
therapy definitely helped with that. I would say, um, the biggest thing for me is just finding the right therapist is the hardest part. Yeah. But even when I felt like it wasn't the right therapist, it was still a net positive. Right. So I think no matter what, go to therapy. Mm -hmm. Right. Even if it's not the right person, go find someone else. But it's not a net negative, I don't think. Um, And I would say today, yeah, like I still have those feelings of anxiety and like my perspective has changed a lot though i would say that that's made it much much better where i've trained my mind to you know anytime those thoughts come up of hey Lindsay just left the house oh wow what if she dies i've trained my thoughts to you know switch and think about no we're fine mm-hmm. everything's fine right now and and just coaching my mind has been really helpful yeah so and the biggest thing for me when it comes to therapy is just learning actual like things you can do instead of just talking about my thoughts. Right. Right. Yeah. I wanted the therapist and that was kind of my issue with some of them is I wanted my therapist to say, if I'm in this moment, I'm on the plane, mm-hmm. there's turbulence. What do I do in that moment to reduce my anxiety? And those tactics were the most helpful things that I took from therapy. Yeah. Cause I mean, you can talk to anybody about your your problems that you're having but i feel like you need ways to to solve the issues that you're having yep. and i like for me i i uh i went to therapy because i was struggling and and i kind of knew that i was dealing with depression but i just didn't want it to like admit it to myself i guess so she actually like said the words like you have clinical depression and for some reason i already knew but it just like hit me really hard because I just didn't want it to be true. And so, but I feel like it was good in that sense because then I was able to get like further help, I guess you could say, because then I did wind up getting on medication, which before I was like really against, which I feel like a lot of people are because it's kind of scary. People think that you could get like addicted or you just become a different person or your personality like changes. Mm -hmm. So I have told my therapist, like I don't want to get on medication, but I mean, I got to a point where like she did as much as she could for me and I was still struggling, you know? And so I feel like that's changed my perspective because people will say like, oh, you can cure depression by exercising more or sleeping more or eating better or doing all these things. But it's like I had insomnia. I wasn't sleeping. I I have always been consistent at working out. And so those things weren't things that were we're solving my issues. So I just feel like it changed my perspective on medication, I guess. And just, and just the fact that depression makes it hard to do anything. So it's like when you have depression, like you don't feel like getting up and going and working out or like Mm. doing these things. So it's like, you need a little bit of a push to like even do those things. So I just feel like it's changed my perspective on depression in general and just, medication to like help you through those types of things if you need it yeah and i think you just saying that could help tons of people yeah like sometimes therapy isn't enough yeah and that's okay to say that i think and um don't be scared of medication yeah like they've refined it and and studied it so much to this point now where they can literally do a blood test Mm -hmm. and match you to the perfect antidepressant for you so yeah, I think that's really important is just be open to all the tools available to you to to overcome these things because you don't need to suffer, mm-hmm. 
right? I think we sometimes we just keep suffering, right? Because we're not willing to admit it or ask for help. So, um, so yeah, do therapy. I think medication is great. I don't know why there's such a stigma, yeah. but, um, and then just be aware of what is going on with yourself, I think is another big thing. So anything else? No, I think that was okay, it. Okay. Awesome. Um, this next one, I'm in a relationship that's hit a rough patch. We're trying to work things out, but it's hard. Have you faced challenges in your relationship and how did you overcome them? Any advice for keeping a relationship strong? I mean, I feel like anyone may be lying if they say they yeah, haven't exactly. had struggles in their relationship. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, we've definitely had had our struggles. It's usually just because I honestly feel like it's a lot of times the way you were raised and just like the way you're used to living. Mm. And then you are all of a sudden in a relationship that lived with someone that lived completely different than you. And so then you're trying to like mesh those together and it can be difficult to compromise. It could be difficult to like like me understand what Jaden's thinking and have Jaden mm -hmm. understand what I'm thinking because we both feel like we're being rational, but the other person thinks we're being irrational, you know? Yeah. So I feel like for, we actually did go to couples therapy and it was very helpful. I mean, she didn't really think that we needed it. <laughs> Pretty much told us not to come back. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I thought it was so helpful because we were able to find ways to like deal with conflict, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, and so it was really helpful. And I just feel like one of the things that has, is helpful for Jaden is I, and I is just not like dwelling on the things that we're disagreeing about. Like once we solve the problem, we move past it and we don't try and go back to it. Yeah. Something that I took away from it was like, don't assume that the other person should just understand what you're thinking or feeling. Right. Right. It's like. And also understand how the other person is thinking and feeling, right? Yeah. So it's that two part where I shouldn't expect you to fully understand and think the same way I do, mm -hmm. right? But also I should seek out and try to put myself in your shoes in those situations of like, maybe she doesn't want to talk about it right now. Maybe yeah. I, you know, should tone it down and give her some time. Like, I think just being open and understanding to those different strategies definitely yeah, helps. Yeah, and, and I felt like that was the main reason we went to therapy was because it wasn't necessarily like a specific conflict. It was the way both of us were dealing with the conflict because I'm a person that will usually shut down and I don't want to talk about it until I'm cooled down. I don't, I don't want to get in an argument, but Jaden would rather solve it right that second. And so both of those don't go well together. Yeah. And so we had to we had to just try and figure out a way to resolve conflicts that worked for both of us. Yep. So maybe start with that couples therapy yeah. might open a lot of uh, or break down a lot of barriers that you guys may have yeah. so that you can have those open and honest conversations with yep. each other. OK, last submission. Ready? Yep. OK. In my relationship, we struggle with having different levels of sexual desire. Okay. It sometimes causes tension between us. Do you have any advice on how to handle mismatched libidos while maintaining a healthy and satisfying sexual relationship? That's a good question. Um, yep. I feel like 
it kind of i feel like it's a lot of compromise like obviously i feel like <laughs> for sure because i feel like if you're the person that has like a higher libido or whatever you can't just expect your partner to like just want to have sex all the time but all the way around as well like if you're a person that's lower like you kind of have to give and take a little bit like you know you kind of have to understand that maybe your partner likes to have sex a little bit more often and maybe you could sacrifice a little bit but still don't do it like all the time but still <laughs> enough that like satisfies your partner yeah i think it's like how important is it to your partner is important important as well i yeah. think like if that is something really important to them then you should make it a priority just like a love language i feel like right but that doesn't mean you have, you have to, to be... like make yourself uncomfortable and like yeah. to to satisfy your partner you know what i'm saying yeah i think uh because no one likes to be turned down right yeah that right doesn't feel good like no husband or wife likes to say you want to sort the mail <laughs> jaded <laughs> what <laughs> and have the other person be like, no, no, <laughs> because then it's not just they don't want to do it. It's like you feel personally like, oh, they do they not love me anymore? Right. Do they not desire me anymore? Do they not find me attractive? Um, and I just think like you have to be aware of that, that mm -hmm. like if you're going to if you're not in the mood, then I don't know, maybe say not today, but tomorrow i don't know right. so that they know like oh you still want to but maybe just not right right now. and maybe also just explain to them like it has nothing to do with you you know like i just don't want to you know <laughs> like don't take that as like i don't love you or i'm not attracted i just don't feel like it you know yep <laughs> i don't know i just think having open conversations yeah for and sure. like avoiding that tension of like Ugh, no i don't want to you yeah. know because then the other person is going to be sad mm -hmm. and also the other person needs to understand that the desire is different mm -hmm. so there needs to be some balance there yeah so i feel like just communicating about it would help does it yeah <laughs> okay i thought you were gonna say something nope. else <laughs> that's it. all righty that's it so we'll move on to settle our debate and I feel like I've been bringing <laughs> these heavy debates. We talk about the drive-through. I guess I have one, but I already know that I'm probably people are probably not going to take my side, but that's okay. Let's go. I uh, so I do the laundry at her house, yes, and thank so you. since I do the laundry, I get to do it the way that I want to do it. Yes, okay. that's the truth. That's the truth. Okay. Otherwise, Jade would do it, and I. Um, I don't like to take the time to separate because I, I like to do a load a day so that I don't, I'm not like spending all day, one day doing laundry. So I like to just do one load. Then I don't have as, as much to like fold You are hedging away. way too anyway, much. Anyway, so, I, so okay, say, okay, okay. So started with this week's debate This week's is debate is. Restart. <laughs> no, I'm just going to keep going. This is for the reels though. So okay, that, so this week's debate is. Do you sort your laundry with like darks, colors, whites, or do you just put it all in the washing machine? Because I don't like to sort the laundry. Oh, Lindsay. So, Jaden, it's actually really funny because, but that's the thing. Like, I don't wear a lot of white, but Jaden wears white shirts. 
and he had wears like white socks and white hats and stuff like that so it was funny because we were out of town and he's like i'm wearing like 50 shades of white because <laughs> some of his shirts are gray some, are gray. <laughs> some have a little blue tint to them <laughs> like and that's why you separate them i know but to me i'm like i wear white like to oh the so gym it's and stuff. only because it doesn't affect it doesn't you. affect my laundry oh, so i <laughs> all right if you're watching this right now you better put in the comments i know what you're all thinking and i want to hear and it and they're all gonna say jane just do your own laundry that's not the debate. <laughs> the debate is every I know. Week. My mom will be like, what? I taught you better than that. But. Should you separate your darks from your lights when doing the laundry? Yes, I already know the answer, but I want to so, see what other people do. I would love to get some new white shirts. And keep them separate. And ask you to please wash the, the darks and whites The problem separate. is I just feel like there's not enough whites, and so I just feel bad only putting like five white things in the laundry why i don't know i just it knows the weight and it calculates i know and, it, and it's just an extra load that i don't want to do all right let's see how this ends up for you yeah <laughs> okay well that's it y'all yep thank you guys so much seriously if you watch this every week we can't thank you enough yeah. this you're literally making our dreams come true by just simply watching this and uh, if this is your first time watching, we ask that you subscribe and continue to follow along with this. So, uh, the new year is coming up, so there might be some changes coming to the channel. I don't know yet. Nothing solidified. So let's wait, but yeah, this has been really awesome to just sit here and do this with you. Yeah. It's so, fun. So fun. Okay. Uh, tune in next week for the next episode of between us. Thank you guys.